This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. It's the season for giving, not only with family and friends, but with charities that are always looking for our help, but particularly around this time of year. We here at Zoomer Radio have our charity to support the Scott Mission Holiday Fund. You can find out more details about that at scottmission.com. Is this time of year, is this when you're most likely to donate or are you running a little short at this time of year because of gifts for family and friends? Do you give throughout the year? And also I'm interested in knowing if you have a set amount that you give in a calendar year and when that comes to an end, January 1st rolls around and you begin again. Or maybe you're in a situation where you rely on a charity to help you out. Numbers to call 416 On the line with us is the Managing Director of Charity Intelligence, Kate Bain. Hi, Kate. Hi, Jane. And Neil Hetherington, CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank. Welcome, Neil. Good afternoon. I'll start with you, Neil. How how are are things going with the Holiday Food Drive? The uh, from a fundraising and food perspective, uh, the organization uh, is is maintaining uh, our budget, so we're uh, we're pleased about that. The uh, the the concerning side is. Um, uh, the dramatic increase that we've had in terms of the amount of food that we are distributing across the city. So, uh, so for those who are listening, we're very, very grateful that uh, that people have uh, helped us. Um, but there's still there's much to celebrate and more to do. A lot of companies are asking their employees when they come to Christmas parties, holiday parties, to bring with them a donation. Are you finding an increase in that kind of charity? We are. You know, people like to give, and giving to the food bank, you can do it in such a tangible way. Uh, at every grocery store, at every fire hall, you have the opportunity to, uh, to drop off shelf-stable uh, products. Uh, at the same time, we uh, are, are incredibly appreciative of that. We do recognize that there is um, even more that can be done through a financial contribution simply because of the, the purchasing power that the Daily Bread Food Bank has. So, uh, so we want to make it as easy as possible for people to get engaged, you know, maybe teaching their children, uh, you know, when they're, they're picking up their, their food on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, to, to say, hey, why don't we go shop for somebody else, somebody who, who could really use this, uh, this can of tuna or peanut butter. Um, let's, uh, let's make a difference in their lives. That is a very good learning opportunity for young children and, and dropping off those groceries in a brown paper bag or, you know, in a couple of plastic bags to your local fire hall. That really imprints that uh, feeling of sharing with young children. Absolutely. 
You know, it's uh, here at the station, actually. Today, uh, we had a, a lunch catered by Tom's Place as, as a thank you. And uh, the sales rep who was organizing uh, asked us to all bring a donation for the Daily Bread Food Bank. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we filled up, I think, a couple of boxes out in the hallway. But, uh, you know, I, when I came in this morning, I thought, you know what? I'm, I didn't get a chance to pick anything up, but I'll make a donation. And, I, and that's, you know, that literally takes two minutes to go to Daily Bread. Uh, dot ca and and make your donation of whether it's ten fifteen twenty a hundred dollars. Uh, what I read online today when I made my donation is that you can do with one dollar what we do with five dollars. That, that's about the right ratio, and it's um, it's it's deeply appreciated. And particularly when people do go online and they say that we are willing to uh, contribute perhaps on a monthly basis, maybe it's a smaller amount in December, but it's, it's, it's a stream throughout the year. That way in July and August, when our shelves really are, are at their most bare, we have the funds to be able to purchase uh, that, uh, that food. And it's, it's deeply appreciated. It's, a, it's an organization that I've been with now for, for a year that I, I can say with my whole heart is doing uh, an incredible uh, service to uh, tens of thousands across the uh, city in a very well-governed uh, organization. We have a fantastic board of directors who just wants to ensure that our mission is fulfilled. Uh, now to Kate Bain, a Managing Director of Charity Intelligence. Kate, why do people give to charities? I think people give out of compassion, and, and what we're seeing increasingly is people are becoming impact. So, Jane, congratulations. If, if you made a cash donation to a food bank, so for the same $100, you got five times the impact as a donor who would maybe wanting to make a more tangible gift, and you would go to the store and buy the cans of tuna. And, yes, that, that certainly feels good. But what we do at Charity Intelligence is we're advising donors of how to stretch their dollars further so that can have even greater impact. So people like you who become informed, who can sort of weigh, here's $100, is it best, to, is it best for me to go to the grocery store and buy the food myself? That might feel good, but you did the wise thing. You made a cash donation, and that, as Neil says, has five times the impact. So it's those little tricks and those little tips and being informed about your giving, about how to give more. So what do you do at Charity Intelligence? Are, are you coaching people? Are you a, what's, the, what's the mindset there? Well, it's, it's really a 1-800 um, donor hotline. Uh, donors call in uh, with, with their individual questions because giving is very personal. Um, this is our busiest time of the year, so everybody goes off for Christmas. We will be um, burning the midnight oil here. There's a huge rush of giving between now and December 31st. So it's, uh, it's going to be all hands on deck, answering emails, answering those last-minute callers who are calling in about making donations, answering their questions, because when donors have questions and when they have that uncertainty, that can hold back their giving. So our job is to make sure that donors have the facts and can be confident in their giving. And the people who read the reports on our website, they say that it, it, it increased their confidence by 77%, and with that greater confidence, they gave 32% more. So we're here to answer donors' questions this very busy giving season. I, I'm curious, and I'm, I'd like the phones to ring here as well, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. I'm curious, what kinds of questions do you get? Oh, and they are all across the board because giving is so personal. Um, 
And yes, so I mean, sometimes we we can help. I mean, this morning we had emails coming in from the from from England, Canadians in England. We had emails coming in from the states. Um, just it's just answering the phone and answering the emails as you know as quickly as we can. Can you advise, or do you advise on specific charities? Yes. Okay, so say somebody calls in and says, I want to know what percentage of my donation is actually going to the cause with such and such an organization. That's a question you could answer? Absolutely. And on our website, we have that information for donors who who are familiar with using websites. So at Charity Intelligence, we have research reports on over 760 Canadian charities with all the facts, with infographics, with sort of descriptions about what the charity does. Um, So in in, in this morning, the the email came in from the UK. Um, Sorry, I won't be home for Christmas. I want to give to Canadian charities. I'm looking at the homeless space. Um, What can you recommend? And again, food banks um, are such an effective prevention against against homelessness. So um, great work done by Daily Bread. And there's also giving, uh, back over to Neil Hetherington at Daily Bread, there's also the giving of your time, which can mean so much, not just during the busy periods at Thanksgiving and Christmas, but year-round as well. Absolutely. And and so we try very hard at Daily Bread to make that uh, possible for tens of thousands of individuals across the city. And we do that by having school groups come and we increase their time uh, by not just sorting food, but actually diving into the issues of poverty. And so we, we frame it much more as an educational opportunity. So there is the physical aspect of sorting food, but, uh, but we're there about teaching uh, the next generation. We also have great opportunities for corporations to, uh, to come out. Um, and uh, if if uh, if you and your team would like to uh, come down to uh, to to the daily bread, we would love to to host you. Particularly in January, when we we have a, a larger amount of food that needs to be sorted and get on the shelves, uh, so that individuals and clients can can shop for their their food. So we make it a tangible opportunity. We make it uh, we we make it's impactful from a financial perspective, and uh, um, and overall we're we're serving a need that is is clear and evident in the city. And Neil, would you take an individual or say a group, uh, a work group that that wants to give of their time, but knowing how busy it is right now, would you mark them down for a different time of the year? I'm thinking maybe it's very quiet in July and you need a lot of help in the summer. Um, How does that work? It it does. Uh, We... um uh, we, we will schedule them, and uh, we opened up our public food sort, so families coming in. And today I had to um, uh, tell a gentleman uh, earlier this morning that uh, he was number 200 in, in, on the waiting list to come in for the public food wow, sort. that's great. And, and so that is a, uh, a, a, a good problem for the daily bread. So what we need to do is make sure that there is even more jobs uh, that are, are um, useful, that uh, are impactful, that can be done by volunteers throughout the year. And so we're opening up more and more opportunities. So if you call now, we, we, it might mean that you're not uh, scheduled at Christmas time necessarily, but we get you working in, in January or February. Bring out your, uh, your team, make it a team-building effort, mm-hmm. and I would suggest that that's a whole lot better 
sorting food and working with the daily bread than, you know, doing some lean back and trust me exercises at a, at a retreat center somewhere. Um, this, is, this is impactful. It's volunteering. It's contributing to, to the communities that we live and work in. Kate, what is the best way to give? Uh, is, it, is it better to pick a charity and then donate to that charity uh, m- on a monthly basis? Or is it better to spread out uh, all of your charitable donations among a number of different groups? That's going to depend upon each donor. Um, one of the uh, number one calls we get here is from um, um, donors who have gone through a life change and are trying to get off monthly giving. And it's, it's quite complicated and there's quite an administrative burden on having to contact the charity and make sure that those monthly withdrawals are not coming from the bank account, especially more with elderly um, donors. They have their adult children now trying to sort of tackle that uh, administrative burden. So it's really going to depend upon what kind of donor you are and, you know, and, and your age. Um, one of the most important things we would say is to have a – we always talk about giving to charities. Talk about giving to yourself. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some time to make a plan mm. about what causes matter most to you because what we hear frequently is people are giving when they're asked to make a donation, when they're asked at the office, when they're asked by friends or children. And at the end of the day, when they look at how much money they have left to give, it's not going to the causes that they care deeply about. Right. So it's having that plan what matters most to you and making sure that that what you have to give goes to the charities that best match your values. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, I, I do some work for Bladder Cancer Canada uh, uh, through the course of the year, and half of my charitable contributions go to Bladder Cancer Canada. Um, my mom succumbed to that disease, so that's something that's close to me. But the remaining half gets split up to organizations like Daily Bread or when co-workers are doing other uh, causes for cancer, that kind of thing, or even the Arthritis Foundation or you know, whatever comes up during the course of the year. And that seems to work out. It seems to make the money last till December 31st, and then you start over again. Good. So you, you've got a plan, and, and that's great. So just make sure that, that you give with intention and that you give with intelligence. And Neil, any final words from you uh, over the holidays for us to think about with the food bank and all the great work you folks do there? Well, you know, uh, Canada is the, the third most generous uh, country in the in, in the world when it comes to charitable uh, donations, and uh, and that's something that um, is what makes us uh, Canadian. It's part of our Canadian values, and we at Daily Bread are tremendously grateful for the contributions that are made to our organization or the other organizations that uh, that, that Kate represents uh, so well through charity intelligence. Thank you both for your time. It was an inspiring conversation. Thanks very much. Have a great day. You too. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.